Welcome to the Change What We Normalize podcast, where we focus on breaking disempowering stigmas by having powerful conversations to help you elevate your mental strength and build resiliency. Welcome back to another episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast. To my supporters, I appreciate you. Um, to all of my new supporters, my new listeners, uh, welcome home. I, I thank you for tapping in with me. Uh, today's episode, man, um, it's a little heavy for me to record. It actually took me a few days to really get myself together to record this episode because I didn't want to speak from a place of anger or a place of uh, uh, malice or, or anything ill. And I had to check myself. I had to pray. I had to meditate and I had to put some things into practice to make sure that I was mentally um, um, correct. You know, I, I was mentally solid before I came on here and recorded because I would never want to put out anything that doesn't represent me over the airwaves or, or any other platform for that matter. And if you've been keeping up with the news, the media, social media, whatever it is, um, I'm sure that you have seen the, the tragic news about Ahmad Arbery and Sean Reed, who were both murdered recently, um, you know, and their, their killers uh, lacked accountability. And this was difficult, man. You know, it's the same story over and over. A uh, young black man gets killed by uh, possibly a white uh, supremacist or an officer, you know, and it's just tough. Every time it's tough. And I feel as though a lot of our people have become numb to it. I have not. Um, and I don't plan on ever becoming numb to it um, because then that means that I'm OK with the issue at hand and I'm not. Um, so let me just start by saying that. Honestly, I'm emotionally exhausted um, as I worry about myself as a black man, as I worry about my, my brothers, uh, just other black men that I don't know. And also the, the black youth who cannot unsee the evil that we face daily. It's on everything, every social media platform, every news platform. They can't unsee this evil. And um, to be hated just for being, just for being is the hardest thing for me to understand. We often feel stuck, right? In between this dichotomy of inferiority and superiority, right? And I'm going to break that down. I had um, put a post up on social media where I just... I wrote this whole thing out and I used a picture that I, um, I took it like a black history museum. And I'm really good at articulating messages when I when I write them out. So I wrote this thing out and it just made me think of the, the young kid who's at the park, who isn't athletic, um, you know, who isn't really good at basketball, who is the outcast. And, you know, he gets looked over for everybody. And that's the part where you feel, you know, inferior. Right. But then on the other spectrum, you, you have the LeBron James, who's, you know, considered one of the greatest ever, you know, who, who's such such um who's at such an, an elite level. Right. 
and everybody wants to take their shot at him. Everybody wants to tear him down because he's so great. Like people hate greatness. So he's always a target, right? And that's how, you know, we feel being black in America. That's exactly how we feel. And it's it's a rough place to be in, man. When all you want to do is love and all you want to do is have justice and all you want to do is the right things. And people hate you just for being. Just for being, man. And, and it's rough. And I want to send, make sure that I send my condolences to the families of Ahmad and Sean, uh, who were both, you know, murdered recently. I, I want to send my condolences to the families. Um, I, I've taken time to to pray for the families. Um, and that's something that's huge, right? We can't just say, you know, I'm going to pray for you guys. I'm going to do this and you don't do it, right? You know, if you're, if you're not going to do it, don't say it. Don't say I'm praying for you if you really aren't. So I took that time out and I made sure that I prayed for um, their souls, prayed for the families, prayed for everybody who was impacted, who's seen this uh, traumatic um, experience, you know. And I just want to let you know, especially to my men, it's okay to cry, right? This isn't the time for you to just be angry. It's okay to release, you know, those tears. It's okay to be emotional right now. Right. And don't let anybody tell you any different. It's okay. I'm letting you know it's okay to cry because I did. I cried. Grown man. I cried tears, man. Tears of pain, tears of frustration, tears of anger. It's okay to cry. And the trauma, the trauma that we see, it's incredible because we see these things and they expect us to still be normal after, right? These traumatic experiences that we constantly see on every social media channel, on, on, on everything, you expect us to be normal. When our people are being hunted like animals, like deer, you expect us to be normal. I remember watching um, the Joker, right? The, the, the most recent Joker movie, which was an incredible movie if you haven't seen it, um, definitely take some time to watch it it's very powerful a lot of messages in that especially in regards to mental health right and the joker said in one part of the movie and it blew my mind he said uh the worst part about having a mental illness is people want you to behave as if you don't and as i reflected on that quote over um the last few days it just made me think like You're showing us these things. We're seeing it on the cameras and the Facebook live. We're seeing uh, uh, young men being murdered and, and, you know, police officers laughing. We're seeing young men jogging for exercise and being hunted down. We're seeing these traumatic things. And mentally, it's it's destroying us. Mentally, it's, it's, it's exhausting. But we're expected to behave as if we don't have any mental health struggles. We're expected to behave as if everything is normal and it's not. (laughs) It's absolutely not, man. There are teens and adults right now suffering from uh, what is it? um, PTSD because of what they see. What they see because we're treated like animals or less than they're suffering right now from mental health disorders 
because they don't know how to process this. They're scared. They're afraid. They're frustrated. Soon as they hear a, a police siren or, or see someone of the other race that's Caucasian looking at them a certain way, they, they tense up. They're afraid. And that's not right, man. It's not right. I'm exhausted, y'all, mentally. I'm exhausted emotionally. And I have to share that with you. Um, because I would be a hypocrite if I got on here and talked about being vulnerable, about being authentic, if I couldn't do that with you. I'll be a hypocrite. So I'm going to tell the truth. I'm exhausted mentally and emotionally. I'm exhausted. But this isn't a reason for us to stop on the progress that we're making. I know it may not look like much progress, but every day we're progressing forward as long as we continue to be resilient. That's what our ancestors did. They were resilient. Things were terrible in slavery, the evil of slavery, and they continued to be resilient. You look at Martin Luther King, things were terrible back then, but he continued to be resilient. He continued to fight the good fight. He continued to push forward, even when it looked like there was no hope ahead. He kept pushing for the mountaintop. And we can't stop now, you know, because of situations like this. Yes, they're tragic. Yes, they're difficult for us to digest. But we can't stop. We have to continue to do the right things. We have to continue to push forward for change. We can't stop at all. It's on us. We don't have Martin anymore. We don't have Malcolm. We don't have Garvey. We don't have Rosa. We don't have all of these people right now. All we have is us. The baton's in our hand. We have to continue to push to finish the race and win the race. And then another thing, and this is super important, especially for uh, the the black community. We have to stop hurting ourselves. A lot of this pain that we go through, it's self-inflicted wounds. We're literally harming ourselves with black on black violence with gangs beefing with each other and killing each other with robbing each other everything that we're doing selling drugs in our own communities killing our own people these are self-inflicted wounds and we have to stop this again it's going to take progress it's not going to happen overnight we cannot continue to hurt ourselves, treat ourselves like crap, like dirt, like we don't care about each other. But then we expect other races and other people to treat us better. It's not going to happen. We have to start loving each other. We have to start loving ourselves, start loving our communities. We have to start there. So... Again, this episode wasn't going to be too long. I didn't want to get on here and and rant and and do all these different things. Again, like I said, I had to make sure I was in a mental space where I would be able to record this. Um, And I know this isn't my my typical, uh, um, I would say, inspirational message or, um, you know, motivational message or whatever you like to call it. But this was on my heart and I just couldn't ignore this, you know. 
I don't care about having the, the perfect brand or any of those things. If I can't fight for what's right, then none of what I'm doing even matters. And for me, I have to utilize my platforms to speak up. I have to utilize my platforms to fight the good fight. Some people may not like that, and that's okay. But God placed me on this mission to empower my community, to uplift my community, to love black and brown boys and black and brown women and girls, to be a trailblazer, to change what we normalize in our communities, to make love our new normal. That's what God placed me here for. So I have to do that no matter what. And I'm going to jump into today's Building Muscle quote uh, for all of my new listeners. The quote is something that um, relates to the episode. Um, I'm a big quote person. As I always say, I learn from quotes. I love quotes. And today's quote is a powerful one. I heard it at a mental health conference last year that me and my uh, fiance went to. Um, Taraji P. Henson, the famous actor, her nonprofit organization put on an put on a uh, event for black mental health professionals. And it was called Can We Talk? But the quote is love black men and boys like they've never been hated. And I want to let that just just really just let that breathe really quickly. Love black men and boys like they've never been hated. And um, that that's pretty self-explanatory. You know, to say that we haven't been hated, you're you're just being blind and ignorant to the fact that we have been. And the reality is everyone, no matter what the race is, you can spread this love because it's needed. We can't just continue to, to walk past our black men and boys and see them as thugs, as criminals, as problems. They want love. And that's the reality. So I, I urge you to please love black men and boys like they've never been hated. And also, um, today, I want you to check in with your friends and family to see how they are doing, right? because I'm sure they've been exposed to this or just some other different things. And I really want to use today as a mental health like check-in day. Just check in with them. See how they're doing mentally. Um, you know, and tell them that you love them. Really tell them that you love them. And mean it. You know what I'm saying? FaceTime them. Call them. Let them hear your voice. Let them know that you love them. Don't take this time for granted. Don't take this time for granted. And as always, man, look, If you enjoyed this episode, which I'm hoping you did, um, I want you to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Please leave a review, you guys. Um, This is what brings us up on the charts so more people can be exposed to the podcast. And that way we can inspire and empower and bless more people. Um, That's how we become more visible, right? And this is going to continue to further the mission to change what we normalize. I thank you in advance. I truly do. And I'm committed to adding value to your life by elevating this platform to better serve you. And until next time, be blessed and be resilient. I love y'all.